What the fuck is happening? Just the F bomb right away. Fucking find me. Find me, FCC. If you dare. Fucking dick. Um, Did I ever tell you that one time I was on a a radio program and I didn't know... I didn't know that you weren't supposed to curse. Yeah. And I spoke how I normally yeah. speak, which is littered with Perfect. truck stop Why? lingo. What, what, uh, can I ask what the context of that was? I was just like, here's a comedian. This is like, like a local... Boston Public Radio? Like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't like a nice... It wasn't like I was like heading into the NPR studio or something. Uh-huh. It was, you know, it was like a local. But anyways, they were like, oh, no, we get charged every time. And they didn't tell me that beforehand. And then I was just like... I'm like, this, co- this cost you <laughs> yeah, probably like, geez, $150. <laughs> um, okay, well, I will say the flip side of that coin is that, like, one of my most, like, it just immediately sets my teeth on edge. When I'm listening to a podcast and someone goes, am I allowed to curse on this? Like, the twee, mm-hmm. it's like, how, like, are you... Were you living under a rock? How do you not know you're allowed to curse on podcasts? Yeah, that's really fucking dumb. It's so annoying to me. It's not as much as it used to be, but I would say, like, the peak of that, I would say, was around, like, 2015, 2016. Yeah. When it was, like, podcast bubble and people were, like, (laughs) and it's, like, why would you not be able to curse on a podcast? Like, it's all self-released. This isn't like the Jim Lehrer news hour or something. It's like, yeah, this is, you're in somebody's fucking unfinished basement. Like, right, say, literally. You can say dick or whatever. Like, um, yeah, like the sound, like the producer is like stone, like literally wearing like a hoodie and stones and like cuts their mm-mm. own hair. Like, just don't worry about it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, well, hi everyone, and welcome to FOH. Welcome, I'm Lillian Devane. That's Kelly Sullivan, and that's Lillian Devane. <laughs> and it's a service industry podcast. That was fun. Um, you liked that? That we did that. The back and forth. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, kind of off the cuff, kind of an improbable because Kelly was taking a sip of of something, and I said, it's, "Oh no, it's beer." Kelly was having a sip of a non-alcoholic beverage because we are recording a podcast. To be fair to me, it is 10 o'clock at night in New York right now. I mean, no, you should should be drinking because you have to do this and also because it's 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, Anyways, it's Service Industry Podcast and... And that's what's up. That's what is up. (laughs) That's what the the fuck is up. (laughs) You know? Okay, we can swear here. Um, yeah, we can swear on this. No, you guys know what's going on. It's true. I hope so. I hope. I hope you've been keeping track of the news. <laughs> How are you, Lillian? <laughs> I'm <laughs> <news>. bad. <laughs> <laughs> the news that this podcast exists. We <laughs> <laughs> we have a very informed listenership. <laughs> I just that is, I actually do think that's true. I do too. Something, this is just a tidbit about my brain, which is that this is like truly direct courtesy one-to-one of one of our listeners, Jack, taught me the term astroturfing, which means Mm -hmm. like, like whatever, like foment, like 
like the critical race theory panic is like totally astroturfed because it was like funded by blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what this means. Jack taught me that term. I, when I do prep for a, a service, like when I'm like cutting my lime wedges, I literally in my brain, I would say like 60% of the time, I'll be like, just astroturfing for service. Cause I just mean, like, <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> I'll well, be like, I'm does not make sense, but it makes no sense. Makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. <laughs> That's really great. I really like that little moment, the little window. Mm, I think we all have those little phrases, but probably no one else has that one. That, <laughs> that one's yours. Like tie. There's no one else's who's like it. Um. You know how we learned that was through our uh, that quiz yeah, show that they I made mean. for us. Like he made that little quiz for us. Mm, yeah, and we were like, "Let's get high and do this." That is also maybe the last time I smoked weed. Really? I think so. It's like it's in. If it's not the last time, it's in the last times. Okay. Yeah. Well. R.I.P. You're. R.I.P. you and being chill. Um, Thank you. I um, going back to your question earlier. Um, <laughs> I am doing badly, but that is okay. Sometimes that happens to me and all of us. Um, I something fun I did do though was I went to a UFO festival. Um, in McMinnville, Oregon, and I had a great time. I went with, um, I wrote about this in the newsletter, sort of, but I went with two friends of mine, and we were like, let's do a little field work, you know, day where we, like, practice recording people and interviewing people and, you know, check out a bunch of expensive equipment from our stupid university, and it was really fun, and I got to talk to people who are insane and also left me struggling with the ethical um i'm like okay if you give me consent did you (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) like like i'm like okay so your body's saying yes right but your heart or whatever is saying no. Well, the the like in particular is one gentleman who um, approached us, which is a huge red flag. <laughs> already, that's already yes, a red flag. That's a red flag. <laughs> like you see people with video cameras and other equipment, and you go up to them. Like that is also already... like I know what your glasses look like, so that's like everything. You know what I mean? It's colored. It's colored by those glasses. <laughs> So a man in like a very classic um, bedraggled man, but in a suit, which is like, you know what I mean? Like, looks like he just, he has the one rumpled suit and he brings it out Um, and immediately launched into talking about how there were left-handed amino acids and (laughs) right-handed amino acids, um, but also on other planets and sort of going into that theory of his and so I kind of had to interrupt at a certain point because he was getting really riled up Uh, he was really getting himself worked up about this amino acid situation so I kind of had to say kind of bring him back down and say you know let's talk about the festival how long have you been coming here you know um and he was um 
he, he we talked about Art Bell, obviously, and he, he was like, he was very sweet, actually, but he said, um, he was like, you know, you, talking to me, he's like, you know, you can go anywhere. You, you can, you know, you're accepted anywhere you go. He's like, this is the only thing I have. This is the only thing I go to every year. This is like my only social interaction. This is the only time I talk to people. And I was like, whoa, damn, doggy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he gave some confusing rules of how we can use that material. <laughs> right. So I'm not really right, sure right. if it'll see the light of day, but it was definitely the best interview because he was absolutely out of his mind. So, I mean, that is yeah. fascinating. It was, yeah, we actually had a lot of really great conversations and they had this thing called a landing party and I drank Apropos. a Marzarita. Yeah. Okay. I drank a Marzarita. Fucking talked to another couple who she used to babysit Lance Armstrong and has also seen like five UFOs. It was great. I had a great time. Wow. So yeah, that was that was a that was a fun trip. That's um, ever since amazing. then downhill I've from been, there. It actually has been downhill downhill from there. But um I have a, hopefully an appointment at the Eugene Stress and Anxiety Center soon, so look out everybody. <laughs> we got uh, we'll, we'll get a new Devane. The coping mechanisms you're you're gonna hear about when I get um, these breathing exercises under my <laughs> belt. When I learn how to step away from a harmful, spiraling, <laughs> repetitive, when I fucking... intervene on my intrusive. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking over for you, hoes. Um, Kelly, how are you? I'm good. I think as like we were briefly talking before we started recording and you were like, the customers really aren't like grading you. And it's like, it really does like when you don't hate your job and even like, I like my job. It is like, it is remarkable. And I think <laughs> not just this job that I've had through the pandemic, um, but like our, the job that we met at, like that, that job, like I also hated that. So, and the job that I had before that I hated that like I, this truly may be like the first job that I'm like not just my coworkers and not just the fact that I get to drink and like the fact like I like this job like I like doing That's great. it and it's um tr- it is truly remarkable it's like oh okay cool like it's fun to me that's awesome and like that is um yeah, it's very random. Very random. <laughs> so random. So you random. Uh, I did um just very briefly. I so my schedule if you want to stalk me. My schedule is at my restaurant. I have uh Tuesday, Wednesday I have prep days and I usually work during the day and then I'll have Thursday off and then I'll work Friday, Saturday service. Mhm. And so I usually what I do is I'm leaving on Wednesday. I will just schedule an email to go to my boss on Thursday morning. And mm-hmm. it'll just be like, this is the prep that I did over the last two days. Yeah. This is what you need to do tomorrow. I'll be in on Friday and I'll do this. Mm-hmm. And because she used to do all the prep, my job was basically like, offloading that from her so she could do other stuff and but the problem is that like 
A, I'm new. So, and I like it. So I'm enthusiastic. And B, like, as we know, like I have very bad ADHD and I always am thinking like 12 things at once. And so it is like, and I edit myself before I send these emails. Like I'm like, you cannot send more than four things. Four is the max. Cause once it gets to yeah. five, she's just, you're not reading it. Uh-huh. Um, and even with the four, I went in on Friday and I was like, do you appreciate those emails? Like, is that helpful to you? Or is it just a wall of text to you? And she was like, um, no, you can keep sending them. And I was like, okay. So it's like, it's obviously not helpful to you, but it does feel helpful to me. So I am going to keep sending them. Yeah. Cause it's just a record of what's going on. Sure. But I was like, it's just so funny for her to just be like, it's, it's truly like, like sweetie, whatever. Whatever you need to do. Like whatever you need to whatever do. Whatever you need to do. I was like, well, it sounds like you're being very responsible. Thank you. I think I am being. Yeah. I believe it. So believe it. Once again, random. <laughs> very random of you. Random. Um, yeah. I um, As I told Kelly earlier, I have to get a service. Not have to. I can't wait. Uh, get a service job this summer because I didn't get this internship. So, uh, you know, stay tuned, everybody. I'm going to be serving tater tots to the people of Eugene, Oregon somewhere. So, and yeah, we can't it's going to be a it's going to be a hot one, as Santana would say. Or was it Rob Thomas who uttered that famous line? And was it Rob Thomas who coined <laughs> the um, phrase? Man, it's a hot one. Um, do you have any service stories? Okay. I do have one very funny story, which happened to me actually yesterday. I worked both brunches okay. this weekend, um, yeah. which hopefully I will never have to do again. Um, and yesterday there was a couple right at the end because we do like a true turn and burn brunch service. But at the end on Saturdays, we have a service break. So it really does slow down and we really do just like. People can kind of hang out, but we do try to, I mean, like literally yesterday there were people in the restaurant at like 4.15 and I was like, yeah, but you know, it slows down. Kelly's giving a stern look for those of you who can't see her. Yes. It slows down. (laughs) Anyway. So this couple comes in kind of towards the end of service. This woman is, is waiting at the bar for quite a while. I was like, what's up with her? But I was like, whatever. Um, And then a man comes in to meet her. She is like the kind of livid where you're like, you're at the bar and you're, you're straightforward, even though the person is next to you. Oh God. And he begins to like, you know, like he's side, he's like trying to pivot her. He's trying to hug her. He's trying to like, okay, he's desperate. And I, you know, I'm curious what it is, is that they had a date or not a date, but like, they're obviously a a full couple. They're not like Mm. dating each other. They're like a couple. And they had said like, we'll meet at this restaurant at clearly like three o'clock. She got there at two 45. He got there at three 15. So she had been waiting for him for half an hour, but technically he was only 15 minutes late. Mm-hmm. So he is like desperately trying to apologize and trying to get her to like forgive. Cause she is like this. Yeah. She's like mm-hmm. not, she's ice queen. 
He's desperate, sure. but you can tell he can't give up the fact that he didn't do something so wrong because like his, he's a, he's a real man and that you have to take control of the situation. It, his apology Men. that I heard him utter at least three times, if not more. He was like, I am so sorry you had to wait for me because you were 15 minutes early and I was 15 ah! minutes late. Like, he, like, can't let it go that he was only 15 minutes late. He was like... That is so funny. Like, he's dying to apologize to her. He's, like, he's gripping her. You know, he's, like, trying to pull her to him. He's, like, he really does want her to forgive him. But also, you can tell he's, like, I really didn't fuck up that bad. No. Which, like, to be fair to him, as someone who runs 20 minutes late, 15 minutes late, you're fine. But it is. And this has happened, like, we've done this before where you've gotten somewhere early and I've been late. And so you've been waiting for, like, 20, 30 minutes. And it's, like, it is very annoying. Like, I understand her perspective. But, like, it was just so. You can't be mad. No. You can't be mad. And it's just. That is really funny. It was so funny because he couldn't. Like, I was, like, you just have to, like, you have to be, like, you waited. For him. For him. If he wants her to forgive him, yeah. you have to say, yes, I fucked up. But he was yeah. like, he was really not letting it go. I'm so sorry hey. you had to wait half an hour, even though really I was only 15 minutes late because actually you were 15 minutes early. So like it did amount to half an hour, but really I was not half an hour late. But I'm sorry. You it had sounds like she's something, oh. something else. Something else is going on. Oh, there. I was like, something this is not built to last, but it was. I yeah, was, yeah, yeah dying laughing i was like this is i was so happy i was so happy to get to witness that interaction perfect yeah that's great that's great that's great i wish that i'm nothing but the best like invite me to the wedding (laughs) can't wait to see how late he is going to (laughs) how long she has to wait there (laughs) can't wait cannot wait Um, her standing um, at the top of the aisle like this yeah just like a beautiful bird she won't turn to face him for the vows. <laughs> it was so um, <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. This is awesome. I really saw myself in him, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have waited, as you said, a long time for people, but I know that that's my own fault. So it's, it's, that's my own anxiety about being late. That makes me early. I know yeah. myself. That's it's also why. one of those things. Like, I think the thing that I've learned in my youth I used to lie and be like, you know, people would be like, I would be like, on my way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lie about Mm -hmm. where you are. Always better to be honest. It really is. It really is. Just to say, like, I'm so sorry. This is where I am. This is when I'll be there. Then be like, yeah, I'm actually at Metropolitan right now. No, you're not. 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 Nope. I'm getting on the train as I'm walking to the train station. Right. No, as I'm walking, my same. key is in my lock. <laughs> it's tumbling. Oh, yeah. I just, I'm I'm on the train right now. No, you're not. No, you're fucking no. not. No, you're not. No, so please, I'm, please. I'm, I bet a little bit of that was going on, too. True. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, all right. Well, shall we? Shall we dance? Yes. Um, man, I used to be, I used to be so strict about how long we chatted in the beginning. I would say we cannot go over, you know, whatever. It's like, no one fucking cares. (laughs) And neither do I. Um, 
And you know what? You're not here for the fucking facts because if you I were, hope you not. would be. Yeah, that is a sad story. That is so upsetting. Um, if you're like, I actually <laughs> get my new. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the equivalent wow. of getting your news from the Daily Show if you've been shot in the head. <laughs> but maybe somebody is being held hostage in a basement somewhere and this is the only podcast they have access to and for some reason like little emissions from the outside world the next elizabeth smart could be listening to this podcast right now imagine you're held by a mormon fundamentalist who's like hey you can listen to foh <laughs> Oh my goodness. Whatever. She's rich now. She's living the life. She's a celebrity. Okay. She pops up every now and again. She was a fucking. She was. Wasn't she on Dancing with the Stars? I lost my fucking mind. <gasps> yes. No, no. She, she was a judge was. on So You Think You Can Sing or whatever. Yeah, she did do. But she did. Yes, 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 yes. I remember that. She was. She was. She did something along those lines. She was on Mass Singer. Was, she was Mass Singer. I. When that happened, I was like. I feel like I'm having an out of, I, 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 that was the only time that reality has broken into that extent for me where I was like, what the fuck is hap- What is happening? I couldn't process it. It is truly one of those things where it's like, you know, and I, this is not by any means like a new or novel observation, but it's like, okay, like when, when, when Nero's playing the fiddle and Rome is burning, like was everyone like, had there already been like 8,000 things that everyone was like, yeah, we're in a dying civilization. Yeah, probably. But they were probably just like, that person sucks. Yeah. You know, like how we do. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like, Ugh. this thing is really like so cringe. And then like, it's a <laughs> so nuclear funny to explosion. Imagine ancient Romans being like cringe, <laughs> but they probably had more of a sense of that than even Americans. They probably they invented cringe. They, in, along they with both invented else. cringe and like moral superiority. Yeah, which is cringe. It's cringe, so. and it's it's yeah yeah. It's both. It's too cringe. It's too okay. Cringe? Okay. Okay. So the fucking topic for this dumb podcast is uh, based upon, adapted from a article in the New York Times called leave the sweatshirt at home dining dress codes are back by priya krishna this is actually inspired by a real i didn't even tell lily this a real event which is i had a friend who was visiting new york and he said i okay. want to go to bevelman's sure and i said great um i will meet you there yeah and i was late <laughs> no surprise there uh-huh. And he was waiting outside and I said, great, here we go. And he said, nay, 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 we shan't because he was wearing shorts and he was turned away. Mm. They said, you cannot come in. Yeah. And so they would say that at Bemelman's. We did not go to Bemelman's on that. On that that sucks. And there's nowhere else to go around there. Oh, so no. We really literally screwed. got on the train and went somewhere else. You're we like, bye-bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So this piece is talking about, I mean, basically exactly what it says. Uh, the return to or perhaps a refocusing on the dress code for restaurants uh, in this post-pandemic era. Not that COVID's over. 
COVID's not over. Has anyone else not been leaving their house this whole time? Is anyone else? Um, <laughs> That's the person who, <laughs> it's like the person who's is being held, held hostage, hostage yeah. listening to like, I actually haven't left my house the whole time. <laughs> what are they joking about? A pandemic? I don't understand. I okay. We all haven't left our house. What? Some of the, yeah, everyone else is also being <laughs> held hostage. It's very confusing for this person. <laughs> Guys, please okay? have sympathy. Have sympathy. It's a lot. And we could do a better job of explaining what's happening, but, you know, that's not what this podcast no. is about. No, follow, you know, keep up, keep up. <laughs> um, anyways, so this is chock full of great quotes from um, restaurant owners and influencers alike. Yes. Um, so basically, it's very easy if you are not completely brain dead to understand why <laughs> dress codes are... And they say in this article, like dress codes are a way traditionally for restaurants to easily screen like poor people and black people and undesirable, like aesthetically undesirable people, the people they don't want to be viewed as dining in their restaurants, bars, clubs, whatever. We all know this. It's very easy. I mean, you can go to any bar in Brooklyn that has a sign and it'll literally say like no sneakers, no snapbacks. And it's like, okay, so you just don't want yeah. black men to come in. Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah. there's this like reinvent that. And so this is what this is. The influencers are trying to like reinvent the dress code to be like what we deserve. Like they're trying to make it celebratory. Yeah. Instead of like yeah. discriminatory, it's like, well, we just want to cater to people who are really excited to be here. Right. Which is like, I'm not excited to be anywhere. <laughs> Why Except would a restaurant Eugene be any different? <laughs> Except the day sent by God when I go to the Eugene <laughs> Stress and Anxiety Center, which hopefully isn't a fucking training center for like, I don't know, maybe it's like a weird cult situation. I'm not sure. I should have checked that out before. (laughs) Now that I think about it. No, I bet it's, I think it's probably going to be like the, like the PT people, PT students, physical therapy students. It's not, you can check. I said, I don't want a fucking student talking to me. I can't, I can't handle another fucking student talking no, to of me. Course. There no, better not be a student like, in my, stress. that's stress. That's causing me anxiety is grad student. So that I, if I see one, I'll be triggered. Okay. That is a trigger. So sorry. You see how, the way my voice sounds right now. Okay. <sighs> Deep breath. Let's talk about restaurants. Something that's historically not stressful <laughs> right. Something you historically feel um, extremely chill about. <laughs> 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 um, Yes. So that article does touch on this. And then it is just so funny to hear all of these people's like pleading their case for like why it's actually different this time. And here's another way to look at it. And isn't this interesting and special? And we want people, it's a way actually to honor the restaurant, if you think about it, by sort of signaling that you are appreciative and You're joining in the culture. Right. And it's like, okay, whatever. The bottom line is how does one enforce an ambiguous dress code, which they all are, except for the old school places that are like, dudes, just wear a coat. Here's one from the closet. Ladies wear a skirt and you got to pick a team. 
Right, right. I mean, that's obviously the other thing. Yeah. It's um, like you I got mean, look, when it's I, shirts versus skins, but in this case, it's sports coats versus skirt suits. It's like you got right. to choose. Look, I had to wear a dress to go into Magic Castle. Do you think I was crying about it? No. no. I slapped that puppy on, and I just said, march me right in, okay? I'm wearing the dress. Anyways. Um, Maybe not yeah, it's like you're going to... Um, well, I think it is, because it's a very upscale place, so... Okay, well, I was talking um, about the sexual harassment. Didn't they have a sexual harassment thing? I don't know. Who doesn't? Okay, true. Fair, fair, fair. I don't remember. Were the were the guys who are experts at sleight of hand probably That's what I was saying. They were people? trying to slide... Yes. Slide fingers. Okay. What they were okay, gross. Okay, okay. I was trying to make it a little more ambiguous. Okay. <laughs> Leave something to the listener's imagination. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Okay, so... Late night pod uh-huh. over here. That's true. That's true. For you, it is. We're getting a little raunchy. The raunchy it's hour. Blue. Um, but you have one poor, sad soul who has to stand at the front of this restaurant, who is probably the least, barring the dishwasher or, you know, fucking garmanger or whatever the fuck, is getting paid zero dollars and uh, has to determine yes. and fucking make this judgment call there was, based on sizing somebody's outfit. Up. There was one quote in the article from a host who was like, it was a restaurant in DC. She was like, it's a very ambiguous dress code, like where it was like smart casual or like something like that. <laughs> Fuck up. And if you say smart casual on any kind of imitation, I'm not coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by the way. Sorry. But smart casual, by the way, in in the common man's language is just like stuff from Everlane. Like it's not nice. Like it <laughs> looks worse, actually. Um, but Great. she was like, it really sucked. And she was like, people literally yelled at me because they had like uh, I think it was like both vague and gendered. And she was like, it fucking blew. Right. Because people were pissed off and I would have to draw these lines and be like, so sorry, you're a boy, I think. And people oh, would be God. like, this sucks. Like, shut mm, up. Fuck you. And, and it is like, it, and, and also owners were quoted later in the article being like, well, yeah, it's like, we don't allow athletic wear, but if it's Lululemon, it's like actually kill right. yourself. No, it's so weird. Or they're like, okay, yeah, you can't wear this, but if uh, this guy comes in, it's okay. It's like, okay, it's not a fucking dress code then. It's not a fucking dress code. And I think, too, I, like, I do get the sense and I get the idea of being, like, we're curating a vibe. And we always talk about that. Like, the point of of a restaurant, the point of a bar, the point of these things is to curate a vibe. The thing is, in my mind... If you, if that vibe is so specific, yep. uh-huh. then you're talking about a supper club. Then you're talking about a pop-up because. It, well, it's also, yeah, it's like self-selecting. Right. It's like, also, then you're not doing a good job with your restaurant of like attracting the people. Like I, right. it can go both, like put the blame somewhere, but it's not on like someone who walks in wearing like, I don't Jeez. know, like it's ridiculous. Everybody wears like the country has been casualized. Whatever you feel about it, it's just the way it's it is. It's also like, I think it is acceptable to say, yeah, we actually do want this space to be a formal space. But A, here's one thing. Like, yes, it is self-selecting. Like, you are going to... Okay, for example, I've talked about it a million times. My best friend works at Estella, which is like... It's not like... 
yeah you know it's not completely in the stratosphere fancy but it's like fancier than i work i stopped there on the way home from brunch today i'm wearing a cut up pantera t-shirt and denim shorts did i look out of place yes i did very much look out of place and it's (laughs) self-selecting no one else in there is gonna walk in in that disgusting outfit because guess what your check's gonna be three hundred dollars you're gonna feel like a fucking idiot yeah Yep. Like all you have to do, it is, it's actually so frustrating because it is about curating a vibe. And if you do it well, you don't need to put it in print. Exactly. And you, and you certainly don't need to put a 22 year old on the front line of being like, you can come in, you can't. And like they said, it's like people really want more rules right now after everything that we've fucking been through, especially in New York City. It's like, and the already the front of house were the ones getting fucking punched in the face. Did you notice almost none of the restaurants are in New York? Oh, yeah, the it was Houston and LA. It was a lot of Houston, a lot of Dallas, DC, LA. Because I'm like, yeah, the people who want formal dining rooms in New York, that's easy to find. There is no fucking problem. Yeah, you're so right. It's obviously not a New York problem. It's not a New York problem. (laughs) Which means it doesn't need to be a problem for anybody. (laughs) Which means, actually, it's not a real problem. We set the standards for problems, okay? (laughs) I saw a tweet Um, this morning that someone was like, Twitter is a website you log on to to find out the weather in New York. And I was like, well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And you're welcome. And you should be paying attention to that. Because that guess what? dictates what the weather's going to be like in your in your city. It's hot out. In five years. That's what it's going to be like. It's hot out. Hey, guess what? Um, Here's the news. It's fucking hot out. Where are you? Don't care. It's hot out. It's 90 degrees. It's hot out. It might as well be hot out everywhere. Um, yeah. And look, I mean, uh, I don't know. Ever, I just, I just, it is obviously so blatantly ridiculous and will not last and is just an attempt at press, at attention, at yes. some, uh, being on the, oh, here's something new and interesting and we're change. It's like, I don't know. No, it's a no. And um, also, if you live in Houston, I don't know. Yeah, what else are you doing? I guess go home and get a nice outfit. I don't know. You like, drove to I, I the restaurant, know. just drive on You home. drove to the restaurant, drive on back. It's not a big deal. I don't know. So everyone, you know. Um, I do think it's like, yeah, like in New York, it's just not a problem because it's like, yeah, the, it's like New York is so self-selecting and like to its own detriment at times. But it's like, yeah, like I just... I mean, and that's why it was, like, shocking to be turned away at Bowman's because it was like, oh, but we wanted to be there. And, like, my friend, he was in a collared shirt and he had, like, a little necklace on and stuff. Like, he looked cute, but it just wasn't – it was cute for us. It wasn't Bowman's. But it wasn't. Right. Us yeah, people in I our mean... 20s. <laughs> yes, exactly. Very important to distinct, uh, distinguish that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's also, like – we know that rich people wear the ugliest shit in the world on purpose. And we know that really expensive shit oftentimes purposely looks ridiculous and can be misinterpreted by those who don't know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all just very silly. I just, I don't even know why we're talking about it, to be honest. I don't even know why we're talking about it. Um, it's also like, I think that, um, 
Yeah, I just think if you're going to go, because a lot of these, like, what it distilled down to is, like, do you have the right vibe? And it's, like, if you're going to go off of vibes and be racist, like, just go join the KKK. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, don't open a restaurant. Like, that sucks. Yeah, don't open a restaurant. And also, like, like there's a lot of clubs that are racist. Country clubs. Of course. Just do that. Like, don't open a fucking restaurant. Like, that sucks. Like, a restaurant's supposed to be fun. Don't be racist. I mean... Uh, also, <laughs> didn't... Like didn't right now. Don't be racist. Yeah, don't be racist. Hey, racism sucks. Um, That's on your tote bag. Um, <laughs> uh... Well, I just don't like. Weren't y'all just begging on the internet for a bunch of loans, and now you're you're turning people away? Right. I don't fuck. You can't have it both, sweetie. You like, can't have it fuck both yourself. Ways. I just am like, okay. Like, it just seems so like lame and random to me. It's like I don't know. Like a hot dude from the NFL who I know is wearing an expensive outfit gets turned away, and it's like, well, it wasn't formal enough. Oops. But we also fucked up. But we also relaxed the dress code. But. We also retrain. It's like, well, why did you open a restaurant if you didn't want like hot buff dudes coming in? Literally, that sounds you're an like idiot. cool. Also, you know, this really all reminds me of the many times I violated the dress code at my middle school and high school. And true, you don't want a bunch of dumb sluts coming in too. That the okay. First of all, I wasn't a dumb slut in middle school, but you um. <laughs> gearing up for it what's up slot um well here's the thing i and i knew it then and i did it as a fucking but like all those hot like fucking country club girls could wear whatever they fuck they wanted yeah. and then i the day i come in with my shirt if you raise your hand your stomach shows or i'm not oh you know what we had and this is super racist we had a dress code that you had to wear a belt because of the sagging, sagging pants. pants problem, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, huge yeah. problem that was destroying the fucking fabric of society. And so ridiculous. And I was like, look, first of all, I don't wear belts. And you're telling me I have to add, this is not my style. I will not wear a belt. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? I'm not going to wear a belt. Do you I don't wear a belt belts? now. I don't wear a belt. I wear a belt every day. That's crazy to me. I mean, God bless you. I can't as a function as a as a functional item or as a as a. I mean, piece. my pants wouldn't fall off me, but I do wear a belt every day. Yeah. Why? Uh, I just like them, and also, I mean, I because I wear them to work because of I tuck a towel in, and then I they just became part of my outfit, and I like them now. They never work for me. They don't work for me. They didn't work for me then. They don't work for me now. And this time there's no one to come pick me up from school. So do you want another peek into my psychology? Always. I have a belt that I bought in store. Okay. Tried it on in store. I still Uh have such bad body dysmorphia over if I'm fat or not. That the belt yeah. is so much longer than I need it to be. <laughs> Even though I tried it on in the store before I bought it, that I have to tie a knot in the belt. Like I put it through the belt loops and then on the back, I have to tie it in a knot. 
and then tuck it around because otherwise it literally is too, way too big for me. It's too big for me. That's like what a stowaway would wear on like a fucking sailor sailor's yeah, ship. It looks or like that. It looks like that. Mm, yeah, well, I can't say I'm jealous of your belt wearing <laughs> your belt collection. Yeah, that accessory. I know. I wonder how other people perceive it because they must notice and they're like, why? What's going on there? Doesn't that leave like a bulge under your shirt or? Well, I usually have the shirt tucked sh- in. Like, I don't really. I thought you said you weren't tucking anymore. Well, sometimes I don't tuck anymore. But so what about the belt? Yeah, I mean, then there's a bulge. Yeah. I don't like it. Oh, believe me, Lillian, I don't like it. Okay. Well, now I know where I'm getting you for your birthday. Yeah, a belt that fits. <laughs> a new burlap sack and a new rope <laughs> for you to wear. You're like a belt that's just for like a woman who's size eight. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just so <laughs> deranged. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, what's the belt size for someone who's a size 14? Yeah. I mean, look, if I could make belts work for my look, which I don't know what my look is now because it's so fucking chaotic. The other day someone was like, what would you describe your look? What would your style? I was like, at this point, I don't know. Alive? I don't know. Barely? I know. Alive, comma, barely? Because you're such a stylish person. Well, thanks. I mean, let's not, I'm, I'm still trying my best here, but I don't have all my clothes No, I just me, mean you know? it sucks. No, I'm not saying, I'm not being like, it sucks, your life is over. I just mean it sucks because, like, <laughs> if it's, like, for me, it's like, oh, I'm not dressing cute lately. It's like, okay, well, I didn't notice the difference. But, like, for you, it's like, there's a bigger gulf. Well, you know, people don't, people don't appreciate what I'm bringing to the table 75% of the time. Also, really quick, and then I won't I'll stop talking about myself. You know that 40-ish sweatshirt I have? Yeah. I love that sweatshirt. I think it's so, so great. Cute. Any, if you're on either side of it, it's hilarious. It's funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. Kelly, I am not exaggerating when I say I have worn that sweatshirt maybe like three times yeah, since I've yeah. been here in public and at school and engaging with people I know and friends and in class. Nobody has said a single thing to me. Nobody has said, that's funny. That's funny. What what is that sweatshirt about? And I'm like, first of all, is it too close to the truth that you don't want to say anything? <laughs> even if that was like, I know it gets less and less of a joke with each passing year, but I'm like, you won't even mention it. But that's also the. I mean, it's like it's a joke on both sides, but it's also a joke if you're for like it's like the whole thing. It's I know funny. it's all the whole thing. The whole thing's just a funny sweatshirt. Also, my die yuppie scum shirt I wore and nobody said anything. That's I'm like, actually why is nobody? Insane. Why is nobody commenting on my outfits? It's insane. What's going on? I will say like today, I think it's just like, I think both of us are like, I don't know. There's something about both of us. (laughs) I'm like, there's something about both of us. It's like, uh, just being mean. Um, (laughs) but like today I was closing. And so it was like the manager was still there and the Sue was still there. And they were like talking about what they were going to do afterwards. And they were just not asking me what I was going to do afterwards. And I was like, what's going on? Like, I was like, I don't understand. Like, I truly don't understand. what. And I didn't. I was like, I don't understand what's going on. I was like, they're not curious. Or like, they think I just literally have nothing in my life. And then finally, like, the, my manager was like, and Kelly, what will you be doing later? And I was like, I don't know, like, what. I don't know what I'm putting out into the universe that like, and like I've said, like I, I really like this job. Like I think I'm 
I think I'm nice. I think I'm coming across well. I think I do a good job. But still, I'm doing something where people are just like, you can't speak to her. You're just intimidating, that's all. But I don't even know if that's true. Am I? Maybe we should take this off the podcast. I don't know. Are we going to? I feel like I'm such a sweetheart. I I'm, think that about myself. I just want you, you to know I really a, think that about myself. You think you're a sweetheart. I genuinely think I'm a sweetheart. That's not true. Oh, come on. <laughs> I slept with one of the line cooks. How sweet I can think, you how oh, how you much did? sweeter can you be? Which not the one that you had a crush on. <laughs> Believe me no. Believe okay. me no. Um uh, yeah, I mean, that's certainly a charity case, but it I think, was. um, ugh, Kelly, you've got, I know you're in this big boy craze right now, but you gotta, I, well, that kind of draw that, the line that, somewhere. That did turn something in my mind. I was like, you gotta chill. Okay. Yeah. Let's, rain let's it close in. the legs. Let's close the legs for a couple weeks. I know. Okay, Sullivan? I know. I know. Let's rain it in. Let's rain it in. Um, it was a mistake. <sighs> You call me a slut. I mean, come on. I know. Believe I was, me, I just Lily, was not wearing a belt. Me. Okay, I know. You You can relish your little slut era. Every girl gets to have uh, one. It's over. It's um, completely over. Okay. Coco um, closed the doors. Coco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm dead ass. All right, all right. Um, let's finish this episode up. I would love um, to. <laughs> but before we close, I just want to say that one of the comments of this article that we briefly discussed... Um, <laughs> It has a it has almost fifteen hundred comments, and I just found one that I thought was funny. Yeah. Um, which we should always read these comments when we do a New York Times. Of course, article. of course. But one uh, from John from Seattle says, "Most people should be punished for the way they dress." <laughs> okay, John from Seattle. Continue. Most people should be most people should be punished for the way they dress, comma. It's nice to hear about some tiny portion of the restaurant scene that is attempting to do so. <laughs> no, John. <laughs> John, <laughs> you are fuck kinky bitch. What the hell? <laughs> Damn, John. Wow, we. I know. Okay. Oh, anyways, John, I hope you get what you're looking for. In this <laughs> yeah, life. I hope so. Um, uh, we do have a new patron. Uh, this patron's name is Kathleen. Kathleen, welcome. Welcome. We're so happy to have you. We hope we we don't disappoint. Did we already say Annika? 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 Maybe yes, maybe no. Annika? Annika, if Annika it's the second Annika? time, if it's the first time, welcome. No, uh, yeah. And sorry if I mispronounced your name. Um, but welcome. Good to see you. Um, and... Truly, that is all I have to say. We love you. We love you. Goodbye. Bye-bye.